Hello and welcome to the 119th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. I was going to say where I look at English, but no, we do this together. We look at English from all angles. And those of you who have been listening to these podcasts for a long time, you know how it works. We look at phrasal verbs and expressions. We practice pronunciation. Of course, you learn new vocabulary. We look at spelling. That's why I say we look at English from all angles. So anyway, you know, I just recently heard a song that I hadn't heard in years. Please repeat. I just heard a song that I hadn't heard in years. I just heard a song that I hadn't heard in years. And that song was Bad Blood. Bad Blood. Hey, by the way, if I say heard, what's the infinitive of that verb? Heard. Hear. Hear, heard, heard. And how do you spell heard? H-E-A-R-D. Repeat. H-E-A-R-D. H-E-A-R-D. Heard is the way we pronounce it in the past. Heard is the way we pronounce it in the participle. And the infinitive is to hear. So yeah, I recently heard a song that I hadn't heard in years called Bad Blood. Bad Blood was a song sung by Neil Sedaka. I remember this. 1975. It became a number one single in the U.S. And who provided backup vocals? Please repeat. Who provided backup vocals? vocals. Who provided backup vocals? Elton John. Strange. This was really bizarre because Elton John didn't receive any credit for providing backup vocals. Now, why do we call them backup vocals? What are backup vocals? Well, backup vocals refer to the singing that is provided by a singer that is not the lead singer. Neil Sedaka is the lead singer. Elton John is the backup singer. He provides backup vocals. He is a backing vocalist. So in this song, Neil Sedaka is the lead singer. How do you spell lead, by the way? How do you spell lead? Lead singer. How do you spell lead? L-E-A-D. So he is the lead singer. And Elton John is the backup singer. Now, why do we use the word backup here? Which, by the way, is one single word. B-A-C-K-U-P. Because it comes from the verb, the phrasal verb, to back up. If somebody backs you up, they are providing support. And in this case, Elton John is backing up. Neil Sedaka. Elton John is the backup singer. I love that song. Bad blood. What does bad blood mean? It means we're not getting along. Something happened between us. Something bad happened between us. Maybe we had an argument or something, but something bad happened between us, and now we don't get along, and there is bad blood between us. So when there is bad blood between two people, it means that they're not getting along. It's like having ill will. Are you familiar with this expression, ill will? Repeat, ill will. How do you spell ill and will? Ill is spelled I-L-L, -L. will is spelled W-I-L-L, -L. and what does it mean? To have ill will means to have an unfriendly feeling. Hey, it's okay, there's no ill will between us. I don't have a problem with you. Everything is fine. There's no ill will between us. There's no bad blood between us. So ill will is like anger. 
or hostility between two people, animosity, bitterness, ill will. Interestingly, we use the verb many times, not always, but many times we use the verb to bear with the expression ill will. Now, this is a crazy verb because it has so many meanings. But in this case, to bear ill will means to carry ill will like in your heart or in your mind. So if you bear ill will towards somebody, it's almost like you are wishing them harm. Hey, I don't bear any ill will. I don't bear you any ill will. Or I don't bear any ill will towards you. How do you conjugate the verb to bear? Is it a regular verb or is it an irregular verb? Yeah, I'm talking about bear, like the animal bear, B-E-A-R, but it's a verb in this case. How do you conjugate it? Bear, bore, born. Now, be careful with the participle. It really doesn't matter because you can spell it B-O-R-N or B-O-R-N-E. Bear, bore, born. I don't bear any ill will towards you. So to bear someone ill will is to wish them harm. And if there is ill will between you and someone else, it means that you have bad blood. You're not getting along. Ill will, which rhymes with chill pill. Repeat, chill pill. Hey, relax, would you? Man, you are really stressed out today. Take a chill pill. Man, I wish you would just take a chill pill. What's a chill pill? <laughs> this is slang, of course, okay? You know this is slang. If I tell you to take a chill pill, I'm asking you to please relax. Maybe I'm not asking you to please relax. I'm telling you to relax. Take a chill pill, would ya? Come on. Yeah, if you tell somebody to take a chill pill, you want them to simply chill out, to relax. Are you familiar with the verb to chill? Hey, by the way, is the verb to chill a regular verb or an irregular verb? It's regular. C-H-I-L-L-E-D. Chill, chilled, chilled. The verb to chill means to make something cold without freezing it. The beer is warm. Well, chill it. Yeah, that's a good idea. The beer is really warm and we have a party in a couple hours. We'll put the beer in the fridge. We need to chill the beer. The beer is warm. Let's put it in the fridge in order to chill it. What about wine? A lot of people who like wine are very particular about the temperature of wine. And if certain wines need to be cold when you serve them, they need to be chilled. We need to chill the wine before we serve it. Certain types of wines need to be chilled or served chilled, right? So this concept of making something cold without freezing it is to chill the verb to chill. It's like when you have chills, when something gives you chills, maybe it's something scary or some type of emotional event that happens and it gives you chills. It's like a feeling of fear or a positive emotion. If something gives you the chills, it's because it has a tremendous impact on your emotions. Boy, that gave me the chills. What gave you the chills? That song. Did you hear that song? Did you hear that violin? Oh, it just, it just gave me the chills. So if something gives you the chills, it, it's something that has such a strong impact that it makes your hair stand on end. And it could be used to describe something positive, a positive emotion, or fear. That song gave me the chills. Or spending time by myself in that old house at night. It's just scary. It gives me the chills. 
It reminds me of that song from the movie Grease. Remember the song, You're the One That I Want? There's that lyric where John Travolta sings, I've got chills, they're multiplying, and I'm losing control. By the way, how do you spell losing? This is the million-dollar question. How do you spell losing? L-O-S-I-N-G. L-O-S-I-N-G. One O. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, there are a few ideas here for you to practice. Uh, I love this bad blood concept, ill will. We talked about ill will. And one last comment concerning the song Bad Blood. Here's your homework assignment. Take a look at the expression to have it made. Man, you have it made. You really have it made. What does the expression to have it made mean? That's your homework. Until we meet again in the next podcast, I want you to look up the expression to have it made, and we'll talk about it in the next podcast. Deal? It's a deal. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to the 119th episode of Crosby's Nine. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.